This is Ryan Watches a Movie, where we get our friend Ryan to watch a movie and tell us what he thought. Going balls up my lumberyard. Watching the Grubbian crawl. Magi. Little kids got naked and had lots of sex. Don't even waste your time. Hello everyone and welcome to Ryan Watches a Movie, episode number 34. My name is Adam, today I'm joined by Kevin. How are you, Kevin? I'm good. Ryan, how are you? Hey guys. Oh, <laughs> pretty good. You sound like you're doing good. You're you're you seem a little bit more chipper than usual. Yeah. Uh, I am, I guess, for some reason. Nice. That's oh. maybe because of this bump neck buck. Oh, that's what it is. <laughs> Wait, you, bought a, that. you bought a what now? Xbox a thirty sixty. Oh, okay. Getting ready for that FIFA. Yep. FIFA time. Why don't you just play FIFA on PlayStation 3? Because on 360. Uh-oh. We're off on a tangent. Use, you can use the connect and vocally respond to the ref and vocally like substitute and you can do all bunch of shit. I just the, the connect is awesome by the way. Uh, video, here's an idea for a video segment, hidden camera, cachet style, <laughs> Ryan sitting there playing FIFA on the Kinect, yelling, through ball, through ball, through ball, because I could just see you now yelling at your teammates and getting frustrated when the Kinect has no idea what you're saying. <laughs> oh, God. Well, so far... It seems to be like the Apple thing, where it understands me quite well. Good. That's good. Like, my droid does not know what I'm saying ever. Oh. Well, let's talk about something else that you don't understand. <laughs> yeah. What's the movie we, we had you watch this week? Primer. Primer. This is in honor of Looper coming out this Friday. The IMDb synopsis states, Four Friends slash fledgling entrepreneurs knowing that there's something bigger and more innovative than the different error checking devices they've built wrestle over their new invention this is written directed and starring shane carruth it also stars david sullivan uh, and casey gooden this came out in 2004 i actually don't have a trailer for this because the theatrical trailer didn't have any dialogue in it it was all text on the screen so but it, it is an american film there's just no dialogue so you go. not gonna have a trailer but ryan why don't you give us your own synopsis on this movie well that's crazy because i thought it had lots of dialogue in the movie oh the yeah the actual movie is nothing but nothing dialogue. but dialogue almost but yeah the it's a good trailer it's just doesn't have any dial it's all like title cards and stuff let me start off by saying i thought this movie was all right i didn't hate it i didn't like it but i didn't hate it i was bored and this is a lot of dialogue and like you said it's gonna or like i said earlier it's gonna hard to figure out and follow well why don't you give us your what you took from it. What's the general plot? What's the general <laughs> All story? Right. These, these friends, 
snowboarding garage. So the movie opens up, and they finally invent this thing that apparently allows them to travel backwards six hours into the past so they can get back and change what happened six hours ago, but they're still in the past as well. You know, I mean, there's two of them. Two of each person when they quote-unquote time travel. Well, yeah, to start, yeah, but it gets much more complicated than that by the end. Yeah, um, that's kind of where I got lost. (laughs) (laughs) And in your defense, Ryan, it is a very tricky movie to understand. You really have to, I mean, you almost have to watch it several times in order to pick up on what exactly is happening? Um, Which, I w- by the way, that wouldn't be a problem because it's only an hour and fifteen minutes long. It is, yeah, it is a short watch, and it is a very low budget film. This was only made; uh, it only cost seven thousand dollars to make this movie. <laughs> That's insane. Yeah, yeah, it is insane, and uh, I would say it's probably the most realistic time travel movie yeah easily you could, i mean if you could say it like i have a feeling if time travel really existed it would be very similar to what goes on in this film well that was the one thing that i liked about this movie is if you do think about like a lot of scientific discoveries and inventions and stuff like that, they usually happen like this it's mm-hmm. just sort of like by accident or it's an afterthought Right, and so it's it's. I like to see it this way instead of a team a team of scientists in this huge secret place. Because I have a feeling that it probably will happen like this. I yeah, I agree. They'll be trying to do something else and just kind of stumble yeah. upon it, and that's that's what happens in this movie. They weren't trying to make a time machine. That was just kind of the byproduct of what they were setting out to do, and it. Uh, I loved this movie. It was, it was just awesome, and what they do and how complicated it gets. I mean, there's like resources online that have diagrams <laughs> and charts explaining this film and well, YouTube was, videos. Yeah, and that was one of the main things that I sort of screwed up when I was watching it. Because in the beginning, you know, they're going through the scientific mumbo jumbo, and I'm just, I'm like, uh huh, uh huh, not really thinking like oh i should be paying attention to what they're saying and then when it gets to the end it's like ah shit i wish i paid attention at the beginning yeah yeah it's definitely a movie you have to watch several times to just there's a lot of uh little nuanced things that happen just small seemingly insignificant things happen like uh for instance like the earpiece thing yeah like you don't even pay attention to that. You just assume that he's just wearing that, yeah. you know, f- for whatever reason. He's listening to, he's just rocking out. He's just rocking out to some spin doctors or something. Yeah, something like that, or he's just one of those douches that wears Bluetooth, <laughs> making making phone calls. Yeah, make him make himself feel better. <laughs> and I guess I can understand why you'd be 
bored with this movie. I didn't find myself bored, but it does take a little bit to get going. Pretty much everything before the whole, before they discover that it's a time machine, it it is kind of slow. But I feel like once it gets going and once the first time they use it, I I feel like it really kind of picks up a little bit. Well, maybe maybe part of my being bored was me not totally understanding it. Yeah, and I think that goes along with it, too. If there's a movie that I'm not really understanding what's happening, I'll find myself getting bored. I think there's also... Like, I watched this just, like, last month or so. I can't remember when it was, but it wasn't too long ago. I mean, it was made in 2004. And I have a feeling that if you were one of the few people that saw this like when it first premiered, like at Sundance or something, I'm sure you were probably into the beginning. But me watching it, you know, eight years later, I know that it's a time travel movie. So in the beginning, I'm sort of just like, get to the time travel. Get to it. <laughs> Let's start it up. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. The fact that it also goes so grand to make kind of blows my mind because... It does look like shit. I mean, visually, it's grainy. It's real grainy, I thought. Yeah, it does look a lot later or earlier than 2004. Yeah, I thought when I first saw it, I thought it was older. It does look like a 90s film. But now that I see the budget, seven grand, I understand why. It's not like, it really didn't affect me thinking, like, it didn't make me think, oh, this movie looks like it's a, it's a blast, yeah. If you actually pay attention somewhat and sort of get it or get it fully, you have better appreciation. Oh, yeah, I mean, once you figure out exactly what what's going on with this movie... It's pretty mind-blowing how they were somehow able to piece this together. I mean, it makes Back to the Future look like, I don't know, <laughs> not like the most elementary movie ever. <laughs> so, with that being said, Ryan, completely explain the entire time-traveling thing. Just everything. Just break it down for us real quick. Um, How's I know they in the box. <laughs> and... <laughs> <laughs> they they breathe some kind of uh like not some kind of element and <laughs> they stand in this box and after they get another box they travel backwards. Okay. That's about all I know about that. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds dead on. Pretty much, give or take a couple of things. Also on the Wikipedia, there's a really good diagram that kind of goes over the whole process that they go through in this movie. Mm. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, that, and that, diagram, that diagram is shit, okay? We just rendered this completely useless. We now go by Ryan's explanation. Yeah. From here on out, they get in a box, they breathe an element... Go back in time. They get out of the box. <laughs> Simple as that. And they are doing you know, They go back to make money as far as betting. Yeah. Like on, like odds betting. 
Yeah, yeah they, 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 they do what you do for a living, which is day trading. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, they play the market in order to make money. The movie does get incredibly complicated, especially towards the end when you find out that there's multiple machines that were made and there's like several versions of the two two main characters. And once you realize that, it gets very, very complicated to figure out. Yeah. I mean, as soon as that happened, I was just in my head. I was like, ah, oh, shit, I got to watch this all over again. Yeah. Just, just like rewind, start from the beginning. Now, you only saw this once, Ryan. Yeah. I, I love how you, you watch every I'll, other movie like I'll, four times. Primer. I didn't have time to watch it, so I just watched it this morning. This afternoon, and I couldn't watch it again before we had to go, so I kind of ran out of time. Uh, disappointed. Ryan, if you could go back in time six hours into the past, would you would you do it? And if so, what would you do? Uh, I'd probably go back in time and six hours or whatever, and with people. And then, like, would you punch yourself in the face? No, myself. I'd f with other people, and the whole the whole money making idea of the stock market and gambling and whatnot. That's pretty pretty good idea as well. So, money. And you already do that. Though. What make money? On the stock market, yeah, that's what you do day to day. That is true. That's why. Oh, taking meetings. Speak of the devil. We'll wait that out. If somebody called the trade That would be great if it was Ryan. If he went back six hours and he's now calling. (laughs) (laughs) Whatever you do. We'll talk about this on the show. Do not f- with people. That was a terrible idea. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and this is pretty much uh, this entire movie is everything Shane Carruth. I mean, he directed, produced, written, starred. He made the music. He edited it. He pretty much did everything with this movie. And I, the other than the t- the time travel aspect of it. Relating it to Looper, I believe he was also brought on as a consultant for the time travel parts in Looper, which has me even more excited about Looper. Yeah, because that was the one main concern I had with Looper, it being a somewhat big movie. I was worried that they were going to dumb down right. the time traveling, but hearing that he sort of helped out with the movie, has I now have, well, I've had extremely high hopes for this movie, and I can't wait Oh, I think that it's going to be one of my top movies. They're saying uh, a lot of the, and I haven't read early reviews, but I've been hearing, like, listening to other podcasts with people that saw it at, like, TIFF, and they're saying, like, it's a modern classic. They're saying that it's just going to blow your f***ing mind. Nice. So, when we do the review next weekend, maybe we can get you to go see it, Ryan. Come on the show. Okay. If you're not too busy. Oh, I'm not understanding the whole but okay. What are you talking about? You broke down Primer in, what was that, like two minutes? If that. 
Yeah, I mean, like, like four no- steps. Primer. <laughs> box. Breathe element. Time travel. <clears throat> get out of box. <laughs> <laughs> Rinse. Yeah. Repeat. You know, I also read on Wikipedia that this is one of the top twenty movies of the decade. Primer is. It was. I don't know if it won that or if it was nominated. Nominated uh, for what though? What is top twenty movies of the decade? I know, but by who? Like, I'm just all I'm seeing here is Donald Clark, film critic with the Irish Times. Yeah. <laughs> oh well, that's a coveted award. Is I didn't read the whole thing. I just saw the first part of that. I mean, I don't know if I would call it one of the top twenty films of the decade. I liked it a lot, but I wouldn't call it. I mean, I would have to look at the list. I feel like there's probably a lot of good movies that came out from 2000 to 2010. Yeah. Be Dazzled. That's my top 20. Be Dazzled. Yeah. Be Dazzled. <laughs> I don't even know if that movie. Didn't it come out in the 90s? I don't know. Doesn't matter. It's the next movie you're watching. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> now, that, now that we're talking about Be Dazzled, you're going you're gonna to be getting that one soon. <laughs> What the hell is Bedazzled? It's uh, that's the one with Brendan Fraser, right, and uh, Elizabeth Hurley. Oh boy, man. where she plays the devil. It's a remake. Brendan Fraser. 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 What am I going get a writer by the price? <laughs> <laughs> Whatever happened to that guy? Uh, the Mummy Four <laughs> and Three and Five. He was born. Monkey Bone. <laughs> Ah, oh, monkey bone. I remember that. That was awful. Yeah, this this made this actually made over four hundred thousand dollars at the box office, and on a movie that was made for seven grand, I, I would say that's a pretty big success. Yeah, yeah. Especially when I, I'm just trying to imagine how much time Shank Ruth put into this movie, doing everything. Can this you imagine? I mean, encompasses the- life for like years. Can you imagine the storyboards for this? Trying oh, to wrap God. your head around it? <laughs> uh, I think it'd be uh, pretty much a nightmare. And he he doesn't have a whole lot of other movies. In fact, he has none that I can see here. He has one that's uh, in pre-production called Upstream Color. And he uh, produced a couple movies. Yeah, I see he produced or executive producer for Sun Don't Shine, which I want to see. Very badly. And he wrote another movie, a topiary. So I'll I'll definitely be looking at pretty much anything this guy does, because I think he's he's a pretty... I mean, I don't know if, maybe, if his strengths are in other areas in film, because I know um, it said that he was like a math, uh, mathematics major in engineering. So this is definitely his kind of movie. And I know that... He built all the machines and stuff that you see in the movie. Like, he built all that stuff himself. And you could definitely tell this is a, a passion project for him. Yeah. Yeah. Completely ridiculous. Well, I really hope that Looper is this same style. Where they don't insult the audience. They don't, you know, make it ridiculously, like, rudimentary. I want it to. I want it to be confusing and complicated. Well, that's what I'm hoping. I think, I think they did. 
because I mean to bring him on, they had to see that this movie was a success, and right. people thoroughly enjoy it. So people don't want it dumbed down. And I, I think this movie sort of proved that. And I can't see Ryan Johnson looking at Ryan Johnson's uh, brothers Bloom and Brick. I, I don't see him doing that. And you know when you see those two movies, he doesn't insult the audience yeah. with those with the, his previous two films. So. I don't think that he'll be doing it with Looper, even though Looper is certainly his biggest budget, most uh, commercially available film. Now, Ryan, are you excited for Looper? Did you want to see Looper? Uh, yeah, I mean, yeah. It, I don't want to nod to it. Like, I'm not, I don't see the trailer and I'm like, I don't want to see the fucking movie. I just, I'm just not... Very excited to go So what the word you're looking for is indifferent? That's what you're yes. saying? Gotcha. Yeah. <laughs> In a roundabout way? Well, I think it's going to be incredible. <laughs> In a six-hour time-traveling primer way, what you're saying <laughs> that's, is that you're that's indifferent. When, that's when I need time-travel. Gotcha. So I can explain shit and then go back <laughs> six hours and... Well, the next time you call yourself on your home phone, pick it up. <laughs> yeah. Right. It's Ryan. <laughs> yeah, I like how you screen yourself. <laughs> uh, it's good to know that I'm not the only one getting screened on your end. It's like in that movie. When they screen all their phone calls because they don't want to talk to anybody. You you look at your phone. It says Ryan Holes on the color ID. Uh, I don't feel like it. <laughs> guy's a dick. <laughs> awesome. Did you just send yourself a text message yeah. in the future? Uh, uh, yes. Uh, all right, Ryan. Any final thoughts on Primer? I feel like we we didn't get a lot of feedback from you. No, not really. I that's uh, like I said, I was indifferent. It's not a terrible movie. It just didn't hold my personal injury. All right. All right. Well, here's your drum roll, Ryan. What do you give Primer? Six. Six out of ten. Not too bad. Because you know that we loved it, did that impact your rating no. of it? Did you? Were you thinking like, oh, okay, well, maybe there's something I missed? No. Okay. I knew I knew when I was watching it. Oh, that's right. At the at the credits, you yelled out six. (laughs) (laughs) I knew when I was watching it. There was stuff I missed. I didn't hate myself. (laughs) From last time when I watched it. Okay. All right. Good. Well, tune in. Tune in next Monday when we'll be giving our feature review of Looper, and we may or may not have Ryan. On that show, <laughs> we, we don't know. <laughs> Maybe you can call me from the future, Ryan, and Ryan. let me know if you're going to be there. Uh, all right, I think that does it for all the latest film news and reviews. Visit us at filmpulse.net. We want to hear your feedback. Send us an email at feedback at filmpulse.net or call our voicemail line at eight five zero three nine one six zero seven one. 
Also, please take a minute to rate us on iTunes and hit the donate buttons in the show notes. We appreciate that greatly. For FilmPulse.net, my name is Adam. I'm Kevin. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, God. (laughs) And we will see you on Monday for our Looper review. See you later. God damn it! <laughs> Are you kidding me? Shut the fuck up. Just fucking talk to yourself, dude. Oh my god. Oh my god.